Ladies and gentlemen, it's great to be here. Welcome once again to the Barely Touched Him podcast. I am your host, Ben Ree, joined by my good friend, Coz. Hello, Ben. Hello, mate. What a big week it has it's, been. It's been a massive, massive week in, mm. ma- in many respects yeah. for uh, the worth, football world and for our world as well. Noting, this is a, a special weekend recording for yes. us. This is a Sunday uh, as we sit here. A little Sunday afternoon in Perth. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the elephant in the room is we just had the WWE show here in Perth last night. Huge. The Elimination Chamber. Uh, yep. I went there. I did have a couple of ales after yes. uh, having you, the month off the booze. Been off the, been booze. off the booze, and this is my first night uh, back on the beers. It is. It is tricky when you you're not piss fit. I was not piss yeah. fit. I did all right. Like I made sure to eat food, and I you know was See, uh, but still probably had a little bit too much to drink. So mm. I was a bit dusty this morning. But, you know, uh, Nadia uh, got to the cafe and gave me a little uh, sang Look, a rap I, and I was good to go. My my arm was so f- uh, close to being twisted up until the 11th hour to, to actually get tickets and go. But in the end, I was glad, I'm kind of glad that I didn't because uh, otherwise I would have probably drank a million beers. Yes. It was good to just sit and, and watch the stream. And the stream, look... It, Looked incredible. It was. It the, looked really good. The first thing that struck me was the size of the structure when I got there because we, yep. me and my mates, were way up in the nosebleeds. We're up on like the top tier of Optus. Yep. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm fine with visibility not being mm. good. You know, it's all right. I'm just happy to be here. It's a WWE pay per view in fucking Perth. We never get that. It may never happen again. And the structure that surrounds the ring, like the truss system and the big yep. screens, massive. Absolutely well, they, huge. They, were say, they kept saying uh, 10 tons and 2 kilometres yes. uh, or 2 miles of it's reinforced solid steel. steel. It's solid steel. So I, I, yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know about those stats, but we'll take you at face value. I also liked uh, how much money that uh, Tourism WA clearly gave to the commentary yep. team to keep saying, yep. oh, we're here in Perth. We're yep. walking on a dream. Well, one of the, we're walking on a dream. The, the promo package... The WA promo package that they played on the stream was was beautiful. Yeah, we look good, don't yeah, we? I've, we look I've really seen good. a lot of them. Like when they did UFC here, they cut one. Like and when there's other sporting events and whatnot, I've seen the tourism packages they put together. And they just this show one, like the bell tower. This one was incredible. <laughs> yeah, was, no, they showed really the Kimberley, good. the gorges, like yeah, all well, of even the beautiful. Just, even just around Perth, I was yeah. like, damn, I want to go there. Wait, I am here. Wait, we are here. Yeah. It's not that good in real life, really. It's not. We but have the, our yeah, moments. What surprised me about the uh, the chamber itself as well, or what I wasn't expecting, because I'm not a, as a cross wrestling as perhaps you are, is, is there is the actual pods in the corner. I didn't know that that was part of it. Yeah, so that's uh, it was a brainchild of I think Eric Bischoff back who, right. who used to run WCW. He came up with this match type, and yeah, the the pods have changed in their structure a little bit over yeah. time. They used to be more cage looking. Now it's like the plexiglass, the perspex stuff. Well, it allows for more interaction. Yeah, when they're when they're in there, and you know you can get speared through it, and it doesn't did, hurt as much. That did happen it, it in, the, in the man in the male. You're match. always you know you can guarantee at least twice in a match someone's <laughs> gonna be sprawling in a heap through the perspex, and it's great. Yeah. 
It's great. And I, I, I did, thought I thought the men's chamber match was really good. It was good. I enjoyed um, Logan Paul, the door opening and him trying to close it because the other fellow was there waiting yeah, for him. Yeah, that's always a good and slapstick gag. And then they had the, uh, like the, the fight like uh, as if they were in a phone booth. That was very good. Yeah, I, no, I, I, uh, I, I liked it. Although one thing, I, I have a few critiques of the card. One, yeah. it needed The Rock to show up. Yes. Or it needed some that that talk show segment of the Grayson Waller effect was where everyone was thinking, oh my god, they're going to bring out the Rock, or yep. they're going to bring out you know something big had to happen because it yep. just felt like a massive lull and it felt like it was ramping up to something that never happened yeah. and it was completely took the wind out of the sails of everyone around my section anyway. Yep. We were all when, like, oh when my there god, was no Rock, when's the Rock coming out? We yep. were all like fever pitch. It was begging for it and he couldn't be asked coming to Perth. So Rock. You're on my shit list. Yeah. John Cena's a better actor than you Hang by, a, I'll, I'll by write, a country I'll write mile. That down. You've just made the list. Rock. Rock. Who else is on my list? Shit list. Yeah, no, Rock's, Rock's would be right well, up K- the top Kane of the shit Corns list. Kane Corns was recently off the shit Kane list. Kane Corns was never on the shit list. We're, close, was, per- was on we're my, close personal friends. He was friends. on my shit list, but now he's off. Uh, and we'll and get, Sam, we'll McClure's, get to Sam McClure's on the shit list. Put him on the shit list. But look, I, 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 enjoyed, I did enjoy the wrestling a lot. Um, uh, the the one thing I would say as a critique is that they were all the matches were quite predictable. Yes. Um, like e- even though I'm not aware of uh, who most of the wrestlers were before they came out, just by the commentary team, like uh, kind of uh, projecting to you who the heel is and who the face is and like who's dominant or whatever, I was like, oh, they're going to win. And they did every time. And that was disappointing for me as well. But keep you in mind, you know, where if you're a, you know, late 20s wrestling male fan, you're probably a degenerate looking at the odds on sports bet, which usually have it right. So I yes. did this and I'm like, oh, well, Becky's going to win the chamber. She's betting favourite. Yep. Drew's going to win the chamber. He's Ray, betting Ray Ripley was, yeah, Ray oh, Ripley yeah. was a dollar two, dollar oh two. But they were never going to put the belt on Nia Jax. And this is no. my other uh, critique. Of the, Nia Jax should not be main eventing Pay per view. She's had a not better a good wrestler. Uh, yeah. Yes, she she's, put on a, pre- a pretty decent show. It's one of the better matches I've seen her work. But I wasn't expecting her to be so uh, large. Yeah. Well, it's it's not that she's large. I, I don't want to sound like a fat phobic person because no. I am an ally. And there are big lady <laughs> and big women there are, and, and big boy wrestlers that can still go. You know, like that, that are still yep. like fat cardio good. Like you know, Kevin Owens is a big guy. And he is, yeah, like, he's, but he's very agile for his size. I liked his neck rolls, the back of the There's neck rolls. There's a bigger girl called Piper Niven uh, who okay. is like, you know, she is she is quite large, but she can absolutely go in the ring. Naya can't take a bump. No. She can't well, it was, do a flat back bump. It was it was hard watching her after watching the women's elimination chamber, which was incredible. Yeah, night and day, isn't yeah. it? It's night and, and I, day. I didn't know who any of them were. So as they were coming out, I was like, oh, it's Avril Lavigne, but with an ass. <laughs> oh, it's the big breasted one. <laughs> Oh, it's the Irish one. We're not meant to objectify <laughs> the female oh, superstars they, anymore. Yes. No, yes. no. They're athletes now, Corey. We can't do that. And they tore the house down. But, yes, they are pretty women. Now, listen, now, we, we are a football podcast. Should we, yes, move, we are. Should we move on to some football We can news? move on to the there's, football. There's, there's we can move on to the, 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 the other sports a entertainment. WWE, big tick. Big tick, big loved tick. it. Do you Absolutely think it will ever come it. back? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe it won't be Perth next. But, you that's, know, yeah, if we throw true. enough money at them, surely... Mm. You know, we've got a big budget yep. surplus from well, Marky Mark. Well, so first, first of all, it's been a huge week for you it specifically has. because you have had a 
You you are having ingratiated yourself within the walls of the Collingwood Football Club. Yes, with a uh, viral hit. Uh, it, so I wrote a song, uh, a parody sort of. Uh, Many of the tune. listeners pro- have probably already heard it. It's been the biggest week of my hashtag influencer career. Uh, I get it. I, Corey's going to play it. Here I, I've, I've got it. I've got it here. We we, we can kind of um, talk over the top of it. Oh. There we go. Oh, you're not bringing the sound up. No. Oh, Corey's trying to play oh, the video, I fucked it. but he's okay. fucked it, so no, it's not. We it. don't have to listen to okay. it. It's all right. It's all right. Either way, it's it's uh, "Let It Be" by the Beatles, but Pendlebury. Yeah, uh, and it's gone off like it it's done very off. well. And uh, within maybe 24 hours of me putting it up, it was clear that this was doing the circles in sort of football media and. Yeah. Uh, it was very surreal for me because even though I've gotten some engagement with, um, you know, AFL players before and media people before, Kane Corns follows me on TikTok and I tell everyone every chance I get, but this was on a bigger level and I got yeah. a message from the producer of Kane and Kingy, yeah. as in Kane Corns <laughs> and David, David King, King on SEN. And yeah. long-time listeners of the show will know we worship David we King. We, we I, do. like we, First Crack yeah. is the greatest show on television, and we've been pissing in his pocket for years, you telling s- him how good he is. You sent you sent the uh, the text the, the text exchange that you were having with the producer from uh, from SEN to me, and I I lost it. I, 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 I couldn't I, believe. I was it. like, you're going to be on the radio with Kingy. That's, I, that's fucking crazy. I was like, and, and it was at <laughs> five a.m. our time because you know it's breakfast radio over east, and we're in Perth. Yeah, and. I was. That's the most nervous I've I've ever been for anything, and I do I go pretty well under pressure. Oh yes, here's there, the song. There it is. There it is. Brilliant. It's yeah, brilliant. There we go. We don't have to listen to the whole thing. We don't have to listen to the I'm sure. I'm sure uh, most of our listeners have probably probably heard it. But if you haven't, it is on Ben's. Uh, both Instagram and so TikTok. They they got reposted by a bunch of people, and then Seven AFL reposted it, and then yeah, that was huge. before I know it, it's going off on Instagram as well, which isn't really my wheelhouse. No. Then Scott Pendlebury himself reshares it onto his story. Yeah. So now not only am I getting engagement comments, from David comments King, on it too. our Lord and Saviour, Scott Pendlebury comments on the post, reshares it, and goes like, "Love it or whatever." It was a positive <laughs> feedback. And then Scott Pendlebury's brother messages me like the next morning. Yes, the cheapest. I, lo- I, yes. I love the 150. The bit. 150 line of the bottle of red because I bitch about how expensive his wine is in the song. So Scott Pendlebury's brother messages me and is like, "Hey, we're big fans of the song. Scott wants to send you a bottle of his wine." I'm like you're fucking kidding. Yes, and I've received that. It's it's just been a very big whirlwind week. I'm now after the Kane and King interview writing a theme tune for them. That's what yep. eventuated out of it. It's in the works. I've just got to record it, See, uh, I, but I, I have got it in the noodle. I, I couldn't believe because um, I woke up. It was what like five o'clock or that five o'clock our time, five thirty that you were on. I was listening to it live, and I, I couldn't believe how how keen they were. They were like, "We're yeah. gonna get him back on." They, it was really, it was really, <laughs> it was um, great. It was very humbling, and yeah, another, they were very gracious. Perhaps the craziest interaction, online interaction, I got with a figure from this was: I get a message on TikTok mm. from user five two six three whatever. You know, when the, the random yeah. generated, <laughs> you're a new TikTok user <laughs> name with no profile picture. 
saying, Hey, Ben, Craig McRae, coach of the pies. <laughs> Love your Pendle song. I was wondering if you would ever be willing to play it live for us, maybe in, in a midweek meeting or match day. Happy to chat through where and when if you are keen. Chat soon. Fly. Yeah. Like what? I was at work it's when I saw this going, what the fuck? This is surely a scam. This is surely yeah. someone having a prank on me. So I reply with... Is this real? It seems like a dodgy Craig McRae impersonator with no profile picture. I chucked a cry laugh emoji in there to make it, you know, like like I'm not being aggressive towards him yeah, just in case just it is in Craig case McRae. It is real, of course. He says, haha, sorry, mate. Yes, it's me. Don't know how to use this properly. Happy for you to send me an email at redacted, yes. uh, at, at email address that looks like a Collingwood email uh, address. I, I have the unredacted one and I've been sending him some very uh, lewd <laughs> pictures and he has not responded to any of them. He's just on the phone going, well, whose package is this? It's quite, it's, it's an interesting looking set. Well, uh, they, I, I, they're tasteful. I have been covering my privates with uh, Collingwood memorabilia, yes, of course. that's like a calendar shoot. Yes, yeah, yes. very good. <laughs> uh, so I said, no worries, mate, I'll send you an email. And then I send him one, uh, I, I think the subject I put, legit question mark mm, and I was mm. like hello is this the real Craig McRae can I this is better again again the, the whole time that this is happening because this has all happened over the course of like 36 yeah, hours yeah it was a it was a very it's, it's ascending and ascending to more crazier and crazier heights and when when it's got to this bit and at every step me and also the other boys in the group chat are just losing our minds. It was it's, wild. This is incredible. I, it still doesn't feel quite real that any of this happened. But, yes, I've been in touch with Craig McRae. The club enjoy the song and yep. we might be doing something in the future is what's going now, on there. Now for the rest of the year, whenever we mention uh, Pendles or Craig McRae, we can give them the uh, the pre-Monica close personal friend of, of yeah, the uh, show. Yeah, absolutely close personal friends of the show, Craig <laughs> McRae and David King and Kane Corns. Absolutely good. Incredible. But hats off to you, Thank Ben you. That is Thank you. fantastic. Um, we'll move on to some other footy. Um, the match sims have been on, which, uh, you know, People do people pay too much attention to the match sims? Yes. I don't. Yes. I don't. Uh, well, people pay too much. Too for much. Sure. Yes, yes. yes. There's been articles flying about uh, players uh, overperforming or underperforming. They're and getting more time in the midfield. It's a match sim. Yes. It's a sim. It's it's not real. And you know, uh, first of all, quarters. There's six of them. Yeah, yeah. Do they still call them? I think they call them periods. Periods. They call them periods because I'd prefer them to still be quarters. Six, even quarter. though they're six. Yeah, I. It, it just feels right to call them a it, quarter. It just. But I think right. I've watched a total of maybe half an hour accumulative. I'll chuck them on Ko and go. Yeah, this is boring. I'm ju- I'm bored yeah. here. I don't yep. care about the result. I mean, the only thing I care about them for is being a fantasy football degenerate and seeing who's going to be... Probably uh, the biggest, uh, definitely, fantasy yes. stuff is good for We've that. We've got our draft coming up on, uh, in we about do. a week's time. Uh, if anyone's uh, got any good uh, uh, hotlines on some uh, Smokies, uh, DM me. Oh, yes. Um, so the, probably the biggest story is SPP in hot water already. Uh, yeah, from for, the, the, for the big hit. Very big hit. So I have seen the footage yes, of this same. hit. And Ooh, I, I very forget, late. I forget very... who, who did he clip. It was oh, I can't, I can't remember who he got. I, I can't remember either. Uh, but it's almost. Uh, I, I do think he should get suspended yeah. for it because it is like he, after, he raises his all shoulder the and he bumps. Of the last two years, yeah, that's yeah, you got to be gone. Absolutely. Be gone. But I think he's got a bit of a case on his hands because the guy that he bumped was in the midst of being tackled, and he sort of 
gets slung towards him last second. Yeah. I still think it's a dirty hit, and yeah. you know it's probably it's a also hard because there's only one shot of it, yeah, and it's quite can't... far away. And so it seems like it's all yeah. perhaps not happening. Either way, he does do a bumping action. Like, like he does time. raise the shoulder up and he Boom. hits a bloke in the head. So I think that the, is intent the to problem, bump. The problem with SPP is he's an absolute cannonball though. Yeah. So it's hard for him to You can't rein him in. Yeah, you, can't you can't rein him in. If he's out there, he's going to be running through people. And, and that's the way you want Sam Powell Pepper to exactly. play as well. And these things are going to happen. And. This is now a good uh, link into one of the biggest stories of the week, which is obviously Angus Brayshaw retiring due to con- yes. uh, lingering concussions, the many concussions he's had yeah. throughout his career. And, you know, this is unfortunately part of football. Part of you game, n- yeah. you, yes, you can mitigate it. Yes, we can try and limit the risk as much as we can, but mm. people are it's, always going to get concussed. In. Yeah, it's you, baked you, into you, the there's an inherent sport. There's an inherent risk that you take. And perhaps it's an uninformed one because people get into football when they're children. Yes. But, I mean, no one's, no one's um, demanding that you make it your career uh, at, si- at 15, 16, 17. Um, there's, another, there's another side argument to that, though, that once if you are already, uh, you know, a hot shit footballer by the time that you're 15, 16, you yeah. already know that you've got a shot usually. You're playing yes. for an elite private school. You're in a development side for like a state team. You're, you're being groomed to be a professional footballer and you've got the blinders on. Like yeah. it's all you want to do. So even if so, but at that point... You can't really, you know, you're, no you're, you're a back. child. You're a child. You yeah. can't adequately comprehend risk. You can't adequately exactly. comprehend, like, that centre of your oh, brain. You're tough. not developed yet. It's tough. So it's you're tough. already on the, yeah, it's, it is tough. It's, it's tough, tough, isn't it? I say keep... Keep the meat going into the grinder. It's worth it, worth it for the rest of us. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and look, I've been concussed a few times playing football. I've I been think... concussed many times not playing football. Yeah. <laughs> What's the weirdest concussion you've oh, had? I was saying g'day to the pavement and things like that. Yeah, and just <laughs> falling over, you know. I've, oh, dear, I've some, taken a tumble. Some, sometimes assisted, sometimes not. <laughs> <laughs> I got concussed by a teammate once. Like, he, I, was, I was going back with the flight and... Him and his man were behind me and we've all come into the pack, but it was my teammate's knee that hit me in the back of the head <laughs> and just fucking pancaked me. And I played out the rest of the game. Like I was absolutely oh, concussed. But, you know, I'm 19, young, dumb, full of calm. I'd be like, yeah, yeah I'm going to play. Yeah, let's go. Shouldn't have done it. Absolutely shouldn't have done it. Before we before we truly get off the uh, the match sims, I've just got one more that's quite funny. Uh, have you ever been to Queensland, Ben? Yes, a couple of times. Have you been to kind of northern or rural Queensland? No. So you've never seen a bush turkey? No, I've seen a bush turkey. You've seen a bush turkey? Yeah, no, they they are a bit south as well. Oh, okay, Uh, yeah, yeah, right. So uh, the Brisbane uh, game, because these match sims are played on kind of uh, more regional. Go tracks. Exactly. There was a bush turkey on the ground for four of the six quarters, and at times it was getting quite close. How did I miss this? Quite close to the play. Uh, Oh, man. Very good stuff. I I, I saw some vision of it. Very funny. I've got a bit of a bird phobia, as you know. Yes, you do, yes. But it's it's larger birds. Yes, right. So bush turkeys on the edge of fear for me because they're decent size. It's... Think of the biggest rooster yeah. ever. They're big it's, enough to really make me wary of them. And yeah. I, I first saw one when I, I my, my cousin had a wedding in um, Byron Bay, and like a destination wedding, went over Good there. Good spot of the world. And there's bush turkeys there, but no one had briefed me on the existence of bush turkeys. No, the first, Never the seen first one time before. I saw one, we were driving down the road, I was like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is that? that what the fuck is that thing? And the, the first thing I said was, um, oh, 
do you, do you guys eat them? They're like, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. no good, now no I kind of want to eat one. No good, no good. Can't eat them. I was going, d- the first time I saw one, I was going down to the beach uh, like with my uncle and it's come out of a large pile of leaves next to me in <laughs> almost scripted fashion for a surprise bush turkey encounter for someone scared mm. of birds. It's just gone and just fucking <laughs> jump scared me. I flipped out and gone, what the fuck? And my uncles laughed and it's like, oh, do you not like birds? And I'm like, yeah, no, absolutely not. What the you know, fuck is that, Gary? Pe- people, what is that? People that are afraid of birds, the reactions that they have to a bird is funnier than people that are scared of anything else. Yeah. The- well, the thing with bird fear is that they're unpredictable. A bird is... Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. But they're, they're jumping. So, but they're so small. Uh, I, I, I know bigger ones for me. Range, bigger ones for me. But the, the maximum damage that they can potentially do to you is just not that high well no it's like it's the fear of sharp edges as well because like I, I can understand i can absolutely understand people being scared of like magpies for example yes getting swooped well, yeah. by a magpie it's quite very terrifying. scary it's very very scary it, it and kicks in your your something in your little it monkey kicks brain in the defense of the eyes for me you yeah. don't want to get poked in the eye with a sharp thing that's a very very like i think well, that's where the fear comes I'll, from I'll, I'll go off on a, a, a slight uh, Non-football tangent. Please I mean, do. We're, we're already there. Please but, do. But the funniest, the funniest reaction to uh, a bird phobic person that I've ever seen was a, a, a ex housemate of mine and very dear friend Callum. I think you might know him. Shouts um, out Callum. Shouts yes. out Callum. Um, one day I was at work. I found a an injured uh, crow. Uh, it was a, a, a fledgling crow. So kind of half baby, half adult, adolescent yes. thing. Um, I watched it all day while I was at work. The parents never come or anything. So I put it in a box and I brought it home it, with the grand um, illusion that I was going to be this uh, friend of this crow and, and the Florence have it, Nightingale have it on my shoulder for years to come yes. and, you know, regale people yeah. with it at parties <laughs> and teach it to steal money. Oh, this, this is Kevin. Oh, he's, him. He's, he's just a crow. But So I had it in the box. Um, it's on the, the living room uh, table. I've, I've looked up how to take care of it and everything. Callum comes home, he is, and I forgot this, he had told me many times, but I'd forgotten, <laughs> he is deathly afraid of birds. De- deathly crows afraid. Crows are decent size too. Like, oh, yeah. he, he's afraid of Willy Wagtails. Yep, okay, all right. All so right. this is, so this is real in, danger territory. Okay, Callum, oh, check out what's in that box. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's like, oh, what is it? And he's, he's opened the lid of the box and this crow's just gone... And he has fallen over backwards and into a wall and crumpled on the ground. It's like, oh, that's like, right. Yeah, cut you to don't him, like birds, do you, mate? Cut Sorry. to him in a mental hospital, like in a padded cell, <laughs> going, what oh, the God, f- the crow. Like, what the, the fuck? Crow. He's like, why would you do that? I'm like, I'm really sorry. I forgot that you're afraid of birds. That is good gear. That is very, very good gear. But, yes, the bush turkey invaded the game. Yes. Um, was it okay? Did anyone hurt the, the bush turkey? The bush turkey was fine. That's good. And, the, you know, uh, hats off to the Brisbane Lions social media team. Oh, um, of course. They posted up, uh, obviously jokingly, a heat map of the bush turkey. Yes. V- very good. That's very, good content. Very good gear. And also... Good name for a team, the Bush the Turkeys. Bush I'm sh- there's got to be. There's got to be a team called the Bush be, Turkeys. What's, what's next well, on your while, football while news in, agenda there? While we're on, um, on Brisbane, 
Um, Brisbane Lion fans have been posting incessantly about Taylor Swift fever. Yes, she's, she's been uh, in town. You can't, you can't escape her. You she's cannot. queen you of the world at the minute. Whether you like her or not, I hey, don't like you her. You know, she's getting the bag queen. She's emitting a lot of carbon. She and she uh, has played more sh- more times at the MCG this year than the Brisbane Lions will. That's disheartening. It is. That's isn't very it? very disheartening. You know, they they are one of the top teams. Yeah, and, and th- this th- this is now sort of a prevailing thing that I'm seeing a lot in social media. People, interstate teams, complaining about not playing enough games at the MCG. But I feel like that's flipped now. Like, uh, Mm. you can't have it both ways. Like, do you want to travel less or do you want to travel more? You know, it's it's tough. I think everyone's, I think a lot of teams are on the the lower end of that where they do want to travel more because, I mean, if you're getting to finals and you've only played one game at the MCG all year, it's, and yep. one and the team you're playing's had ten. It's a it is a huge disadvantage. It is a very big disadvantage. But you know that's just a, that's just a small one. But the condition that she's left the MCG in after oh, oh my god, how I, dare she? I saw a photo and what I like yeah, I great. audibly gasped. I yeah. was like, fuck, my baby, <laughs> what? Oh. The, the season starts in thirteen days. <laughs> I'm oh doing god. maths in oh my, my head. God. Oh god, yes. <laughs> Well, probably the biggest story of the last uh, week or so um, we'll dive right into is the Joel Smith speculation. Well, it's hardly speculation. He he did it. He's now been accused of drug trafficking. Yes. So does trafficking mean just dealing? Yes. Okay. Well, it's a fancy word for dealing. So personal use. It's personal use and then trafficking. And that's personal use is quite a liberal amount. Like I think I'm just going to... Um, guess this, but it'd be about a gram. Yeah. So anything yep. more than that, and by, by the sounds of this story, he had a lot more than a gram. Okay. Yep. And apparently, also, he's he's returned a positive uh, cocaine test on game day. On game yeah, day, yeah, yeah. at some point late last year. Yeah. So I same. wonder if he was under, like, if he was coked up during the game. It's possible. So d- I don't know much the about old Ben Cousins' trick. I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, how long coke stays in your system? Not long. Not long. Not long. So wait, it would have had to have been doing it, it that have, day. It would have had to. Have you been know, if it's a yeah. night game, where are you fitting cocaine into your day it's during crazy. a game prep? It's, it's crazy. crazy to me. Yeah. Like, I can, I can, yeah. I mean, I guess it's a stimulant, and you know, like, I, I, I just can't imagine playing footy on coke. It's wild. It it's, would be it's wild. It's fucking wild. And the big thing is, I mean, there's obviously been a lot of um, drama and speculation around Clayton Oliver and his bizarre antics of late. Yes. So the question does arise, is Clayton involved? Well, you know, there's always going to be that speculation there. The, uh, the thing that is that was uh, presented as sort of damning media evidence about Clayton Oliver being weird mm. was the windshield wiper story. Did you hear this one? Oh, did he, didn't he rip a wind, windshield no, wiper like off? It was, I can't remember what, what the quote was exactly, but apparently at a training session or something at a park, like somewhere where there's cars yeah. in a car park, he was like... I think he was pointing the windshield wipers up on cars or like ripping them off or what? something. And this was like a secondhand information story. It's, it's like bizarre. some uh, 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 an anonymous witness <laughs> said this about Clayton Oliver. I'm like, if you're going to lie about something, why would you lie about this? It's, it's, too, it's too specific to not be true. Well, the, the weirdest thing about Clayton Oliver and his antics of late has been when, when preseason was starting up there's, and there's video of it, someone sneakily on the phone, which oh. also died. Dog. Don't, yeah, dog yeah. act. Don't do that. He's rocked up to preseason, a preseason training day, uh, 45 minutes late, 
and he's been told by the staff to just go home because he's got no shirt on, oh. no shoes. He, he didn't even bring any boots or anything. And he's got cuts like all over him. And what? They're like, they're like, what's happened to your hands and your feet? Like, why are you all cut up? And he's like, well, I'm ready to go. I'm ready oh, to go. I bet like, he was ready to go. No, mate, you need to go home. Like, you're 45 minutes late. Where's all your gear? Like, ah. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, no. So did yeah. that actually happen? Yeah. Oh, are you sure? It, it, yes, oh, I've, seen, okay. I've seen the video. All right. I've, I've watched it. Okay, wow. It's that pretty is, crazy. That is pretty crazy. So, you know, if they can get to his messages and or, you know, WhatsApp groups or anything, like who who else does this? Does anyone else get implicated in this? Is almost the bigger, uh, the bigger story than him going down himself. And, you know... I would say that there is several several more people to be implicated because it was only three years ago that um, the president of Melbourne, um, what was his name, uh, Bartlett, uh, what was his first Have name? Have you got him in the other uh, document there? Glenn uh, Bartlett. Glenn Bartlett, Glenn, yes. Glenn Bartlett. Yes. He so presented, he, was pres- he was president of the club. Yeah, was he Was he the president? I or think. like CEO, some... some yeah, he was, you know. he was the president yeah. and he presented to the board and everything a, a systematic problem of drug-related incidents and cultural oh. problems and he got shown the door almost immediately. So this would have been around the time it was three of years like ago. The, the premiership. Yes. It would have been, yeah, like yeah. 20, 2021. And, that, and that, was the, that was the rhetoric at the time that... You know, like we've just got a premiership. The fuck you talking about? Yeah, we're, yeah. We're if, it, if, fine. It ain't, if it ain't broke, don't yeah, fix yeah. it. What the fuck? So now, I mean, three years later, it's it's appearing that he's been completely vindicated. Yeah, yeah. it's it makes you wonder if anyone else is going to go down, if any yep. other players are going to go down for this. And then there's a broader argument or discussion to be had: Are uh, is Melbourne the only club with this? Oh is, God, no! You'd think that drug use is pretty. Yes. I don't. And you know, we're speculating, but you'd think young guys are doing drugs. You just assume 100%. that young guys are doing drugs. You've got 100%. guys in their twenties with a bunch of money. I mean, and not not just not all young guys, but when you've got like forty blokes, you're going to have to assume that let's say seven, twenty percent, or ten yeah, percent of doing them. It. And when you've got what fifteen hundred reg- registered AFL players, or however yeah. many it is, there's, there's hundreds. Yeah. There's hundreds of guys. It's a, it's, a, it's merely a probability yeah. argument. It's a statistical 100%. argument. 100%. Surely, hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that goes, uh, and if, if anyone else goes down. So yeah, Joel Smith gone, 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 gone. And also on the um, on the topic of downfalls, Taryn Thomas, who has had several downfalls, oh, man. has had yet another, and could be the last. You would hopefully. Well, he's been sacked. He's yes. been sacked. You'd be stupid if you were a club and offering him anything so at this point. So we got given uh, 18 weeks by the AFL and then the ruse have shown him the door. Yeah. So it, it's he was Why on... now? Why not three years ago? <laughs> so he was on 700 grand. Um, oh, Jesus. So before uh, I'm yet to see clarification on this because um, in, in, his, in his contract, if something of this um, kind of uh, caliber was to happen... He was still up to be paid four hundred of that really? seven hundred. Really, even so, even if you've breached your contract, yeah, to, like, it depends to what degree. So they yeah, they may okay, still yeah. have to pay him the four hundred, but perhaps they can seek some kind of deal with the AFL to yeah. say no, we we shouldn't have to pay this. I think they would be inclined to make because it's a bad look. It's yep. a really really bad look if yep. your club is still having to pay someone who's alleged to have like abused women and it, it's four hundred thousand dollars. It's cra- and it's not even alleged. Like he's abused. Yeah. He has abused several women. I'm just I'm just uh, yeah, uh, you crazy. know cleansing myself here from protected defamation. It, you know, it it begs the question like why why did why did they do it like there's 
tens of thousands of kids out there that would kill to be half as good as football yeah, as, as Terrence Thomas. Thomas. And he's just continually thrown it away. It's and a- there's several others like him. Yeah. And that, that's, a, that's actually a good one. Like uh, what other players, um, whether through injury or uh, just being general shit cunts, uh, didn't live up to their uh, full potential? Yeah, well, I, I, one that comes to mind for me, and this is, you know, through injury or whatever, uh, but this is more of... If he wanted to, yes. he could have been one of the best players of all time. Jake Stringer. No, well, no, I'm going to go one better. Brendan Favola. Oh, yes. Favola, if Favola wanted to be an elite Easily. footballer, he could have been Buddy Franklin level. Yep. And for the season where Buddy Franklin kicked 100, people forget Fev got 99. 99, 99 Fev 99. got 99. And, and Alistair Clarkson made sure that Fev didn't get 100. One of the biggest dog acts yes, to ever happen is Clarko flooding the if, back line if, in that if, game. If people aren't aware of it, um, it was uh, Fev's opportunity to get, uh, the 99, uh, get the 100. In the same game in the as same Buddy game. Franklin kicked the hundred, and uh, Clarkson ordered Fev to be not just locked down. Like it was like put him in a man cage. Like yep. do not let him fucking get a goal. It Which was ridiculous. Insane. And it, the, uh, the presentation of that game was so fun as well. They had Fev watch. They had like he needed. I think he needed nine goals or something. Yeah, and he's on eight. Like he's ki- yep. he's kicked eight. Fev, Fev's a good shout. I would Dude, I would not have I would not have thought he, of that. He as a as a genuine full forward. He was. Along with Buddy, the last true like yeah. amazing output level of goals forward. Well, I've heard I've heard stories of uh, Fev even today. I mean, he's on like Nova Radio in yep. in Melbourne now, but he goes out and plays. Um, like, obviously, gets a bit of coin for it, but he'll play one off games for country teams to yep. get people through the door, and like that makes the everybody the, wins. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of old retired AFL players do that. Do this. He goes out and apparently he's fucking still got it. Oh, if, dude, you don't lose that. No matter how <laughs> no matter how much weight you gain or how many beers you drink, still got it. you will still sit Fev in the goal square and he'll kick 12. I mentioned Jake Stringer and I, I think he's an interesting one because obviously like, he's, he's still quite good yes. like at, at times you would say. But, I mean, he's the package, as BT said, and he really was and is but continues to be uh, up and down. Well, how, good, how, how good do you think Jake Stringer could have been if he had the dedication of of your of your Scott Penderbury or something. He like that. could be because I think they are similar players, like a Dugowie, Dustin Martin type. Yep. So they're 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 all they're all same sort of height and weight, like six one ish. Yep. You know, 85, 89 Able kilos. To turn on the foot. Be- yeah, turn on the foot. A yep. very good short distance sprints. Yep. Strong in the tackle. I think he could have been like a Dugowie sort of type, I'd, or maybe a Dane Swan. I dug up this story about Jake Stringer. Um, I was not aware that I don't know if you know this. He was passed on by the cats because he failed the character test. Wow. What's the, in the character test? What do we think? Well, first of all, he was um, scheduled to meet with um, Chris Scott and, and the cats team. Uh, he was late. Oh, not good. So immediately they were like, mm, yeah. this is the opportunity of a lifetime. Why and the honestly, fuck are you like, late? fair call to judge him for being late. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like if you're like, that's, I'm a sucker for being punctual. Yeah, D- not today. I was late today. But, <laughs> but still, like on a big event like that, if you have a meeting, yeah. if you have a meeting with someone that's, and it's an important and meeting, the most important meeting of, of your, your fucking life, life, and you're fucking late for late. it, not good. Not good. Not good. And I mean, you know, they were right. He's continued. Yeah, to you show. know, well, like Stringer can turn it on, but it's yeah. just he can't stay on the park and he can't do it consistently. Yeah. That's so the thing. What about what about some dirt bags? We've got Liam Jarrah. 
Yeah, well, Jarrah attacked someone with a machete, didn't yes. he? That's yeah. all time. A- among other things. Fit, yeah. um- <laughs> <laughs> He's got quite the rap sheet on Liam Jarrah. It's unbelievable. Didn't Ashley Sampy do some bad stuff at no, some point? Or Ash- was he, he, Ashley Sampy was, I mean, he's a good candidate he's for this. He's a good this, candidate for this because he didn't he, do anything bad. He just was He was never he in like fat. the best physical nick. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Amazing player. I mean, he, he went at pick six. Yes. Yeah. Like, he was very good. His mark, I would put top five all time. Oh, it easily. Is abs- is at easily. Perhaps top three. When I was at school, it was a stupid uh, boys, uh, you know, inverted comment, boys game that we used to play. It was called Stamping somewhere. Yeah. You'd, people would just be walking along with their books and stuff. You'd run up and go, Sempe! And yep. jump on their shoulders and they'd drop all their shit everywhere. Always Classic. funny. So funny. Everyone laughs. Everyone would laugh every time. Uh, <laughs> but I think Ashley Sampy, and I, I don't know if this was actually him or not, mm. there was a Twitter account under the name Ashley Sampy, and I'm I pretty remember, sure this was this. him, and all it did was post about Emu Bitter. Like, yeah. It was just him like having a great time. It's like, drinking Emu Bitters today. Oh, Hashtag Emu Bitter. Like, got some just, others, just, um, I've got some others that are for, for injury, under the injury cloud. Morabito. He yeah, I always forget he existed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He got very he got unfortunate. He got real fucked up. Um, Harley Bennell, you know, had yeah. several cracks, but it was the calf, weirdly. Yep. He just could never get the Paddy calf. Paddy McCartan. No, yes. the, but I'm glad that he got one last crack at yeah, it with the Swans, yeah, but yeah. then the immediately had to huge. retire. That's McCartan huge. was a big one. Um, Pull one out for the uh, the wasted talent out there. Yeah, you know, just if you've and this goes to everyone who's done their knee and could have played AFL, which I'm guessing is a lot oh, that's of you. Me. That's my me. Show, oh, my literally me. Fact. Literally me. I could. We uh, we're thinking of you too. I could have done it easily. Oh, I easily. think if I applied myself. <laughs> I could have easily played Waffle Reserves. Yeah. For, for sure. I reckon. For sure. But I, I wouldn't be the best player on the Waffle Reserves no, no, team. No. I'd be a good role player. I'd be, I'd be the one that they say, fuck, he's good at running. Mm. Can't, can't do much else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be, he's got good talk, that Ben. He's, he's, he's got good communication out there, but can't kick for shit. Now, there's, there is, there's been quite a sad story this week as well. The, um, the, the goal umpire, Luke Davies. Oh, this is. And his partner, uh, Jess, Jesse Baird, uh, who's also a man. They were a gay yeah. couple. And yeah, yeah. I think Jesse Baird was a Channel 10 yeah, he presenter. Was, he was a presenter on Studio 10. Yeah, I think they, he was like an missing. entertainment reporter. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. went missing. Um, they were gone missing for a couple of days. Um, and then all of a sudden a, a police officer got arrested um, and charged with their murder. Yes. And it turns out the police officer is the ex-partner of Luke Davies, the, the goal umpire. Man. And um, ha- as yet to say where the bodies are. Yep. Uh, so he. So they know that he's done it, but they don't know where the bodies are, so which he, is he, a weird set of circumstances. He called in sick to work and, like, rented a van, I believe, to dispose of the bodies. Fucking weird. They don't know where the bodies are. They found, like, blood in the house or something. He's and a strange-looking cat. It's a strange case. It's yeah. a strange case. He's a weird-looking guy. Because we're also obsessed with crime yeah. uh, through, you know, crime documentaries on Netflix. And the podcasts. And the and podcasts and, the, and everything. Whenever something like this happens... This will be a, this will be get, a limited run TV it, it, sure. we, we all get so into it in yeah. this like morbid way. It's like Mushroom Lady. It's like, you know, it, oh, people fuck. have died and it's a horrible Mush- tragedy. Mushroom Lady was one of my favourite ones in years. But yeah, like, we're incredible. talking about it like it's sport. We're talking about it yeah. like it's, uh, you know. Yeah. It's, I mean, um, this is 2024. This is what we do. Yeah, this is what we do. This we're is what we do now. We're desensitised to absolutely everything. Oh, a gruesome murder. Great. Great. Tell, oh, tell me and about also it. update on Mushroom Lady. She has been charged yes. with homicide. Yes. Uh, shock and horror. Three, th- uh, times three. Yeah, times three. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, several more attempted murders. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Great. it couldn't happen to a nicer lady. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of thought she was innocent. 
You know, you, you, she, she fooled you, did she? She fooled you? <laughs> the most guiltiest sin criminal did, of all time. <laughs> didn't you say you had more gear on the um, this well, recent the, one, though? The cop. The cop. Yes. His, before he was a police officer, his, his old, the job that he used to do is insane. What was it? He was obsessed with celebrities. So oh. he had a, a TikTok and Instagram okay. and he would just be at, like our good friend Monty, Yep, but much creepier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, much yeah. more. Uh, let me film you. Maybe lo- so. He was like a wannabe paparazzi sort of dude. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And that's what he did. He went around, and there's videos and pictures of him with various celebrities and stuff. And that's, I guess, he what he was trying to do was to be more of a like what um, Luke Davies' partner. Yeah, like, like an a, entertainment, an entertainment reporter. That's but what he in was a trying creepy to, way. That's what he was trying to stylize himself as, but. Just as one guy, and like yeah, you, okay. you really need like a, network a team. Or yeah, you need to have you. you need to have legitimacy. Very bizarre. So, that is a weird one. So perhaps that uh, leads into why, like, not only is he jealous of this guy for being with his ex partner, but he's yep. jealous of his actual job as well. Yeah, he's like this guy is just eating ex- exactly eating him what alive. I want to be on every level. So I'm just gonna fucking murder both of you. And also, it was done with his police handgun as well. Very stupid. So there's another angle here. Very like, why stupid. did he have his gun? Because the first thing that it said in uh, most of the press releases about this was he was an off-duty police officer at yep. the time. He was off-duty. If he was off-duty at the time, why does he have his gun? Yeah. I don't, do they carry it all the time? I don't think they would. You'd think no. it would have to be at the station. And also, if you discharge a round, eventually you have to explain where that round's gone. Yeah, okay. If you if you go in to say, oh, I need some more rounds for my thing, like, well, what happened to them ones? Yeah, so, well, I fired them at the range where it says, yeah, you fired four. Where's, where's the fifth one? Well, that's we should be taking account of the bullets. We don't <laughs> want to end up like the fucking Americans where they're just shooting each other willy-nilly in the streets. Now, Ben, we'll move on. Um, uh, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but I've, I do have a run-on that I want to stay on. Oh, absolutely, mate. Tassie team, dead. No. Dead. They killed him. It's it's no. not happening. <laughs> oh, they killed him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you, you, did you? <laughs> what sorry. a case. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I, I can see how you would think. 23 footballers <laughs> I can see. found dead I'm, in non-existent stadiums. I am so sorry. I can see how you would think. <laughs> looking back at how I said that, I can see how you would think a whole team of men has died. Pray tell, Corey, what's happened to the Tasmanian <laughs> team? The proposed Tasmanian AFL football team is dead. Now tell me why. Well, um, it's been somewhat in limbo for the past couple of weeks because the, well, for the past um, quite a while, a few months, because the Liberal government yes. has... The, the only liberal, only the state, state Liberal government in the country. Yes. Uh, the state Liberal government is trying to backpedal because uh, it is unpopular with a loud minority um, of citizens about the funding. So the AFL has been steadfast about one thing, about this whole deal. You can have the team. We need this new stadium and it has to be here and it has to have a roof. And, and it honestly, has to have 23,000 people. I think that's poor form from the AFL. I think that is poor form from I, the AFL to whether, hold them whether to ransom like whether that. Whether it's poor form or not, they agreed to that deal okay. and that stipulation. Sure. They agreed sure. to it. They said yes. And it's going to cost $715 million. The AFL's chipped in um, over half that. Okay. And the federal government's chipped in some as well. So the the state government was set to pay three hundred and fifteen million of that. Okay. Now they're saying we don't want to pay it. Oh. And there's an election coming up, 
and la- the Labour state government is saying, we don't want the fucking stadium at all. Oh, wow. Okay. So on either side of the, of the spectrum, um, the stadium's fucked. And yeah. the AFL is saying, if you don't build this, this stadium, there will not be a team. Where does my girl Jackie Lambie sit on the stadium? Doesn't want it. Oh, that's so she, Jackie. She, that's so she's Jackie. She's been getting up at rallies about it and saying, oh. fucking. I've had a gutful of these, these yeah. politicians and their stadiums. Yeah. Oh, that's my but, Jackie but Lambie the, the, impression. And the, the biggest, and and this gets this really fucking gets to me, about yeah. um, people uh, in the wider sense as well. And you can see this in comment sections about almost anything. Yes. The argument of people in Tasmania is that that three uh, that fucking uh, however much this uh, five hundred and fifty million that's yes. being chipped in by the government that could be spent on schools and hospitals and stuff. So, mate, if you don't build a stadium, that money's going nowhere. Yeah, it's not like you can take the money and spend it on schools and hospitals. You can have it if you're building a stadium. That's it. Yes, like it's not it's not reallocatable funds. You can't just divert it to build a school or a hospital. Yeah, it's very – and it, you're right. That that does come up with every and single allocation of funding argument, argument ever. And that's their main argument. And Tasmania has a lot of problems right now, especially homelessness housing. and yeah, housing. Yeah, yeah. It's very bad. It's very dire. And they're right to be angry about that. But if they say no to this stadium, there's no money g- they're at not going to get there's, any there, more there, money. There's nothing there at all. Like, no. Yeah, it's. I, I can see <laughs> – it's so easy uh, to rile up anger about it for that exact argument. And it, and it is stupid. And I, 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 we'll, we'll leave it there for now because I'm sure there's going to be more um, news about that. But on on the uh, topic of stadiums, I, I'll segue this into stadium promotions. Mm. Now, last last season I was – I'm not sure if we talked about this on the pod or not, but I was very pissed off about the Whopper goal. Uh, the yes, when so the, it, for anyone who is blessed to live outside of Perth, mm. the Whopper goal <laughs> is what the Eagles uh, have as a promotion. Dockers when, have it too. Oh, do the Dockers it, have it too? But Sorry. this is what I'm going to get into is so different. It's, it's when a player, when a player on Eagles or Dockers mm. kicks a goal from outside fifty. Yes, it's not just a goal. It's, it's a, a whopper, whopper goal. goal. It's a whopper goal, and you, everyone in the crowd, yes. gets a free, gets a whopper, free whopper from Hungry Jacks. The burgers are yes. better at Hungry Jacks. So when we when we were younger, the what the concept of the whopper goal was a lot more uh, liberal. Let's say, uh, at, at times, if the Eagles won, guess what? You got a whopper. You got a whopper. And all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, they got to kick from outside fifty. Oh, it's got to be this certain player. <laughs> He's got to kick oh, one. Oh, no, so they it, haven't done that, so have they? Come on, man. Like, give us our fucking whopper. Yeah. Right? So I went to a lot of Dockers games last year because uh, a good friend of mine, Leilani, doesn't listen to the pod. She won't hear this. You shouted her out anyway. <laughs> yep. Um, what they do at the Dockers games is even more egregious. Yeah, go on. There'll be a, a random period of the game. They're like, oh, it's the whopper zone. If they, get oh, the a, if they get a goal now in the next, then that's a whopper goal. Oh, like, man. Oh, come on. That's too much. Come on. That is come too on. much. At this point. Is just... it called the whopper zone? <laughs> I, I don't no. think it's called the whopper zone. I don't think it's called the whopper zone. But it's what it's getting harder and harder to get yourself a free whopper. Yeah. And also, you can only get it on the Wednesday following the game. If you go in, you on can't the, go straight if up. You, if you go in on the Thursday, and what's say, the point? Can you I want it on my, the way home? Can That's I have my when it's Fresh in your mind. Can I have my whopper, please? Because I saw, I saw Nat Five kick one on the weekend. In the seventeenth minute, and, of and the it was a whopper quarter. goal. It was yeah. inside the whopper zone. I saw yeah. it. Yeah, I'm eligible. They're going to say, "Mate, sorry, that was yesterday." Oh, and I, I've caused a scene. I said, "No, 
I was there. It said it. Yep. Like, no, mate. No, no, no. no, no, no we no. can't help you. So if you were going to do your ideal stadium promotion, and this is exactly what I was going to ask you. What's it going to be? Uh, <laughs> well, this this is not an idea of mine. Actually, I, I found this uh, on <laughs> Reddit. The uh, Nick Larky free souvlakis. Oh, love that. So love if, a souvlaki. If, if yes. Nick Larky kicks 10 goals, everybody gets a souvlaki. Yeah, that's good. That's but a good one. 10 goals is almost too unattainable. So yeah, I, maybe, I would say like I reckon you've got to go with like disposals. You pick the shittest like player that. on the team. Yeah. And if they if they get ten touches, yeah. like you know, so if Billy Frampton gets ten you, touches, you could, everyone gets a free beer. You could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could go with the stere- you could go with the stereotypes. If it's Melbourne, uh, if something happens, everyone gets uh, some cheese, some cheese board. Yeah, yeah love a cheese yeah, board. I love that. Uh, if uh, you know, if the West Coast Eagles, uh, so if the West Coast Eagles accumulate, uh, if they kick over a hundred points, everyone gets free meth. Oh, that. <laughs> but that would be I 2005. Uh, if you know, I, I, I'm trying to think of other stereotypes <laughs> now, and I, they're, they're all escaping me. Look, the, the the greatest the greatest stadium promotion I've ever heard of, and uh, perhaps we can do at a, at a later date. We can do a lot more on this. But 10 yeah. cent beer night uh, was oh. a thing that happened in the I believe it was the late 70s at a baseball Ten ground. 10 cents for a fucking beer. And it is as crazy as your mind uh, is yep. thinking. So if, if if I was to say to you, hey, Ben, we're going to this place tonight, beers are 10 cents. How many beers do you think we would drink if they were oh, 10 cents? don't even. Oh, God. So I, times oh. that by 55,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. People, they stormed, that, they stormed the fields. They stole all the base. The game got abandoned. That's so good. It's that insane. is so good. Well, insane. on the – I know this is a very big tangent here, but fuck me. Inflation's out of control. It is. It's out the pr- thing. We're being price gouged everywhere. And I went yeah. to the IGA up the road just before coming here. You watched here. the Four Corners report the other day? Uh, not yet, but oh, I know very, what happened in it. I know, the, I know the outcome of uh, the CEO of Paulie's getting good. sacked. Uh, very very funny. funny that he's a white South African. Hilarious. It's the first word he said in that interview I so, I hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. Dude, the coal CEO lady's even weirder. She's, worse. She's like ice cold. Right. Absolutely she, ice cold. She had some bizarre logic, man. Yeah. But she just the death stare that she was giving the interviewer, you're looking at her going, Oh, you have no soul. You're either, you are absolutely you are a, evil. Either very evil or B, a robot. Yes, or both. Or, or both. both. But anyway, I was at the IGA up the road, and even though they're not coals and woolies, they are price gouged. Yes. Guess how much? A container of Eclipse mints was. Just take a guess. Take a guess. Three bucks. Four dollars thirteen. No, that's too for much. a tin of Eclipse mints. See, three bucks. Uh, three bucks for me is high. Three bucks is highway yeah, robbery. That's, yeah, that's a lot. Four dollars thirteen. Are you uh, thirteen? For, what's the thirteen what are we cents doing? for? What are we doing what here? Are we doing? What are we doing? Honestly, <laughs> how much would it cost to produce a? Fucking tin of Eclipse Ten Mints. Cents. Ten cents. Ten cents. Ten cents. They fucking do it up. It's all 3D printed. It'd be factory line. You spit them out of, you spit them out of a machine like a fucking... You've got millions, billions of these mints sitting in the fucking thing. You're probably throwing them away and you're charging me $4.13 for a tin of mints IGA. It's not on. It's not on and I'm not going to stand for it. Uh, now, also, the beers were very expensive last night at Optus. Oh yeah, well, they're, I, yeah, they're I not good. They were were not they full good. strength? No, no, of course not. So even though it's not, not a full game, three and a half percent, okay. three and a half percent. Well, I've, I've got a couple. Oh, oh hello! Pies. Oh, it's the pies. 
is yes. we are a Pies adjacent podcast. We are. Um, just doubling back to where we started with the match sims. Your man Johnny Noble took a fucking hanger. He did take a big old hanger. hanger. I saw hanger. this but mark. That's not the news. Um, we picked up Will Parker or Porter. Parker uh, or yeah, Porter? The, the cricketer guy. My handwriting is very bad. Yes. Category, category B rookie. Now, he was highly slated in the 2020 draft. Uh, he's 21 years old now to yes. be picked up. And whether he wasn't picked up or decided to go to cricket, I'm not quite sure. But he has played several games for Victoria in Shield first first class cricket. Very cool. So now now he's a poet. Yeah, that's I bloody love great. That. So and he's going the route, the opposite route of Alex Carey, who went footy to to then cricket. Yes, which is fantastic for him. Another guy we picked up that I'm very happy about, Jack Bytel. Uh, used love to play that. for St Kilda. Never really got that much of a run at it, but oh, there's good depth pick. I like Jack is, Bytel. Uh, the guy that we picked up in the draft apparently slayed uh, two Giath. Giath, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giath, yeah he, so he's Chankuth Giath's brother love from that. Uh, the love Hawks. That. Uh, yeah, he's looking very good. Also, very, very um, good. second piece of Pies news. Uh, Pies president Jeff Brown has uh, incurable cancer. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, which is oh I didn't know that. That's not sad. Great. Um, yeah, not great at all. Oh, so, prayers up, Jeff. Prayers up. up to Jeff and expect yeah. a lot of... Um, Cancer fundraising type gear around yeah. the Collingwood Magpies this year. He's I would, been doing a pretty ripper job so far. You'd have to think. Yeah, yeah, no, and, you know, and it was uh, with that whole thing of uh, you know Eddie going out and someone coming in. It's hard to gain allegiance from such a, a storied figure, I suppose. And yes, and he's done well. Well, you know he's who else well. is on the Collingwood board? Paul LeCuria. Weird. Ex-player. Yeah, of all the ex-players. Yeah, yeah, Paul LeCuria, very good player back in the uh, the 2000s. Oh. A great player. But, yeah, Paul LeCuria. He's, he's still kicking around for the club. Good on him. What else have you got there in the that's, footy gear? I mean, that's it for that's it for the footy news of the week. So really. I've I've got one we can tangent into, and okay. I've, uh, it's sort of without notice, because okay. um, uh, these these always are, are, are good for a bit of content farming here. You do let's 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 name. Let's name our top five key defenders of all time because okay. it's a, it's a, it's of a, all a, time of all time okay. of all time. So like we're talking the big boys. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna steer, in no particular order. Just go I like would steer five to more recent at times only because of how old I am. Yes, uh, you're more of a historian, a football historian than I am. I uh, thank you, but I would also give more weight to the recency guys because it's I do a different think game. The, the players are better now. Yes. The game is always getting yep. better, so your average full back in 2024 well, there, is going to be significantly I think better there are than names, your, you know, there the guys are names from the 80s. that immediately jump out. Like yes. Your Glenn Archers. Oh well, Glenn Archer wasn't really a key defender. Was he not? I mean, oh, I mean, I will, I'll allow it, but um, he wouldn't be there for me. Okay, he wouldn't what be about, there for me. Um, I, I would say a Jeremy McGovern. Yeah, yeah. I don't have him in my five, but I, I can say, see it. I would say for the intercept marking yes. influence that he had. Yes, absolutely. Uh, they're, yes, they're, I like players that uh, end up being emulated for a style that they play. Yep. And he is certainly one that now, if you don't have one, a player like him, you want one. You and, know what? And it's our, not a bad shout. Because and, our, and our captain, 
Yes. Is exactly that. And Darcy Moore is absolutely yes. that. And I would, I, would, I would probably put him in as well. I would say of all time, I don't think Darcy's Not there yet. yet. Not yet. I do understand the shout for Jeremy, honestly, yes. for the yeah. influence that he has yeah. had. And he was very I'm, ahead of his time. If I'm not mistaken, he there was a several-year run where he was getting All-Australian every oh, year. Oh, yeah, like it, was, five, it, was a good, it was a good It was a good three to five <laughs> times he, he, he was in there. Also and he was, one of the funniest uh, nicknames of any player. What's his nickname again? Well, his number is 11 yes. and he's known for um, per- perhaps having a bit too much weight on at times. So his teammates call him Brackets. Oh. <laughs> that's good. I didn't know that. Uh, that's, that's a very funny that's nickname. Very I'll tell you good. who I've got there. And these are two that I think are non-negotiable for me, a bit more historic, but yep. not too far in the past. Stephen Silvani. For Carlton, oh yeah, huge. Widely known as the best key defender yeah. of his time, uh, the best fullback of yeah. his time. He's, he's, a, when, he's on their team as the back when fullbacks were just yeah. sitting back in the goal square and yeah. really not moving around the field a lot, locking down the back fifty. Stephen Silvani was the best one-on-one defender of his time by a country mile. And another one I've got to have in there because I can't not Glenn Jakovic. You know, Glenn Jakovic. As is, you as you were talking before, I was thinking. Because and I was trying to think of exactly what his what his position was. Well, he was centre half back, and yeah. you know, key defender is yeah. a, key defender is essentially he a tall defender. Gun. Well, he played on and beat often yeah. the best centre half forward to ever play the game in Wayne Carey. Okay. So that alone puts him in there's, there for me. There's great uh, there's great uh, recording and vision of of. Wayne Carey being asked about, like, who, like, who's the toughest player? And he quite regularly will say Glenn Jakovic. Yeah, Glenn Jakovic. Yeah. I actually got to ask Matty Pavlich one time who was the best uh, key defenders he mm. ever played on. He said Ben Rutten oh. and Darren Glass. He Darren said, Glass. He said those two. I haven't got those two in there, but that's Pav's thoughts anyway. I've, I've, got, I've got one that I would probably put. I know you said unordered, but yeah, I, I would yeah. probably say number one. Yeah, go on. Zach Dawson. Oh, the Zach attack. <laughs> the Zach attack. I am your – that's my gear. When I'm so when pro Zach Dawson. When there's no one around you, there's 30 metres until the next player on the ball comes near you, double fist it out. You need to double fist double it out of bounds. Double fist that ball When out you of need someone elbowed in the head, <laughs> Zach's your guy. Zach is your guy. When you need some cheating to be done – Zach is your guy. Uh, I would, you know who else? You know who I would also put in there. And this is a, this is perhaps hashtag hot take territory. Yeah. I'm gonna have to put in Alex Rance for his. Now, I was afraid you were gonna for say his this. Period. Yes, his peak was lesser time yeah. than his entire career, mm. but I would say a good four years. Yeah. He was the best. He was the best fullback in the game. He had. He was. He had that fullback. Spot in the All Australian team. I was afraid, absolutely locked when in. You, when you posited this question to me, I was afraid that you were going to say Alex. Rance. I think I've got a Chuck Rance because here. I do not like Alex Rance. Yeah, look, a lot of people don't, and I don't no. get it. I really no. don't get it. Is it because? Is it because he's too handsome? No, it's because I went to school with him and he was a dickhead. Oh, okay. Well, they. <laughs> I forget that. I forget. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's was actually good, was very good, reasonable. Was he a good yeah. footy player? Oh, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Oh, fuck it. Absolutely. Great. So I've got three. I need two more, and I am I am uh, you know off the dome here, mm. trying to think of some people. You know what? I really like the shout of Gov, but I don't think I can do it for him. Yeah. Um. Can you put a Pies player in there? I'm trying to think of who the best you know Pies guys. Mm. We've never Darcy Moore's been probably the best centre half back we've had in, in my in lifetime. A long time, yeah. Um. Yep, yep. The, I don't think I can chuck him in there though. 
I don't think I can. You know what? I'm going to throw in another really solid uh, performer from the 70s and the 80s. Bruce Duell. <gasps> Brucey Duell. The Duell. The Duell. The flying doormat Bruce Duell himself. Yeah, Just love when, it. when you think of, you know, key defenders from that time, yeah. it's Brucey. I, I, um, it's Brucey. Was, it has to be. I was watching the front bar the other night and they had Luke Longley on, the, yes. the basketballer that obviously played for the Chicago Bulls in their second three peat with Michael Jordan. And they were. Um, they were asking him about what it was like to be so famous. Yes. Because they were the biggest thing on earth. Yes. And he was saying that when he went to hotels and stuff, you would you would have to use a different name. You couldn't use your, your name. And he used Bruce Duell. That's as, so as good. Name. That's yeah. so good. I want to do that. And so he told he told he's told that story many times uh, to the point where Bruce Duell like heard about it. So he, he was saying on the show that he wanted to call Bruce Duell up to explain, like, oh, I'm sorry, I but he wanted to just say, like, explain why he was using his name. Yes, yes. So he called him up and, and he was like, yep, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Thanks. <laughs> just, just hung up because he's just such a battle axe. He is a just battle axe of a bloke. Just the, oh, you're going to get no funny business from Bruce. You're not going to get any bells and whistles out of a conversation now, what with do you Bruce Dill. Should we move on to the other I, sports? I have one more spot and I know yes? who it is. Matthew Scarlett. Oh, Matthew good. Scarlett's yeah, in the Scarlett's five. Huge. That would be, that would be me. So I, there's my five. I like Dill. I like Scarlett. Yeah, so Bruce Duell in no yeah. particular order. Glenn, Glenn Jakovic, Bruce Duell, Stephen Silvani, um, fucking Alex Rance and yes. Maddie Scarlett. I like Those that. are my five. I like there that. There we few. go. Let's uh, move on to other sport. So you've just spilled a beer. Yes, I have. Uh, that's through that the magic a... through the magic of <laughs> editing. Uh, you you missed a good two minutes of Corey freaking the fuck out about it. I didn't know that that was going to be half frozen. Um, so that was a good time. So you I, had an export slushy. I, I just can't believe how well I've done there to navigate through the middle of all of the um, electrical. Equipment I saw it happen in slow motion. And and I went, not, this mix is fucked. Not yeah. get yeah. anything on anything. That's um, unbelievable. But other sporting we news. are moving on to other sports. So pro bowling, Ben. You know I've been a big fan for a long time. Oh, you love the bowling. I love. You love the bowling. I love bowling. Who and are some of your favourite bowlers? Well, there's that. <laughs> there's the guy that does the. Do you, do you, don't you know who I don't am? Don't you know who think you are? I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know who you are. I am. <laughs> I genuinely do love that guy. Do you know the backstory behind that bit? It's because yes. some kid was sledging was him in the sledging audience, him the and it was like time. a twelve-year-old yeah. kid, <laughs> and it's him rinsing this kid after he gets a strike. Like, yeah, fuck you. I'm, this- I'm pretty sure the quote is. You know who you are, I am. No, I think it's who do you think you are, I am. That's what he said. It's, either way, it makes no <laughs> sense. Right. It makes no <laughs> sense. But he's saying it with such conviction that you're like, fuck yeah, dude, yes. You go, sir. I you go. I love that guy. Yeah. So anyway, there's We him. love the bowling. There's him we love the bowling. And my top, rounding out my top three, mm. probably not this guy. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> There's a man, um, the, the US Open was on recently, uh, the US Open of pro bowling, that is. Yes. And uh, there was a bowler <laughs> arrested mid-competition. No. So they've, they've come in and, uh, you know, no, if you are a pro bowler out there yeah. listening, uh, there might be one or two with the scope of audience that we have. 
I don't know about you, Ben, but when I look at pro bowlers on the whole, a lot of them look like they're a bit sass. Yeah, like, well, it's it's because it's not a cool sport. No, that's I love bowling. Don't get me wrong. It's, you know, it's your I, weird, a weird accountant vibes that you usually get. From I would these say fellas. they all look like World of Warcraft players. Yes, they're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, that's accurate. They're, 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 you know what? They probably all do play World of Warcraft. Well, well this fella, Brandon Novak, he uh, not Brandon Novak from, from Jackass, Jackass not that no, guy, not that guy. Um, he was arrested mid-game at the U.S. Open, and oh. uh, he is facing charges for child sex abuse. Well, there you go. So, uh, so uh, you know, definite World of Warcraft and, um, vibes there. Have, I'm looking at his mugshot right now. He's, he you looked... can't tell me that bloke doesn't go off in Azeroth. <laughs> He's got a level 80 Paladin or 85 or whatever the level cap is now. Oh, so he's there, 35 from uh, Indianapolis. Uh, well, the, the competition was in Indianapolis, He looks 57. Rather. Yes, he does. Uh, he was taken into custody on the 1st of February uh, while the... Uh, so mid-tournament, the mid-tournament, cops have come the cops out. Have that in. rules. It rules so <laughs> much. Absolutely like, rules. Like, if I was a spectator there, like, fuck, I can't wait for this to finish. And the cops roll in yeah. and arrest this oh, guy. I'd be like, this is sick. This is the best bowling tournament ever. I'm getting my phone out yeah. and sending it to the boys. Like, you're not going to yeah, believe what happened. You can't believe what's just fucking happened. And boys, so, I'm at the bowling. Now, this, <laughs> this raises a question for me because... Even after his arrest, he he was in a high enough. He had a high enough score to finish thirty sixth. Oh, so he, shit! He, so he could have gone higher had he kept playing. He must have been on a real heater. He was on a heater yeah. of sorts. So he's come thirty six, and he won fifteen hundred in prize money. <laughs> they still have to give him the money. So do they give that to him? I think you I have th- to. I think I they think are. you have to give it to him. You know, Look. He, he came. He, he he scored the points. Oh, he came all right. It was just with a <laughs> no. with not the right <laughs> aged person. <laughs> Abuse is bad. Right, we don't so we'll condone <laughs> pro bowlers abusing children we'll move at on. all. Moving on. Now, ben, That's a good one, mate. That's a very good news story. You know story. that I am somewhat obsessed for whatever reason with um, the high salaries of US sportsmen. Yes. So Shohei Otani's um, recent record breaking Too line high. of uh, Too what high. was it? Seven, eight hundred million? Yes. Um, LeBron's looking for a new contract for next year. He's looking for a Billy. Uh, you know what? Not high enough. Uh, LeBron <laughs> is worth 1.5, maybe 1.7 yep. billion to me a so season. There's, there's, it's LeBron, James. There's thoughts that the Lakers' entire budget for the entire team is not enough for just LeBron. Yep. So, so it looks like he's going elsewhere. So I've heard rumblings about the New York Knicks. I yep. have heard rumblings about perhaps going to the Heat again or oh. maybe Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, this, te- this seems to be like... Teams that might be good fits for him from an organisation perspective. The thing or is, maybe he goes back to Cleveland. Maybe, could do, uh, yeah. he, he could do that too. And the thing is, like, who, whoever pays the money will get that return on investment. That's the thing. It's we're seeing LeBron it. James. Well, they've, if they've any got athlete a, in the world yeah. is worth a billion dollars now, it is that man. Well, they've got um, uh, case studies about it. They call it um, LeBron. LeBron. Lebronomics. Lebron, Lebron, Lebronomics. 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 Yep, 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 yep. Because every city that he goes to, the the economic boost that he gives that city is worth 10 times what the team is paying him. Very similar, um, you know, to the Ben Cousins effect when he went to Richmond. You know, yes. the economy 
yeah, boomed. boomed. It absolutely boomed. boomed. The, the black market economy. Oh, it was a thriving industry, you know. <laughs> they had to make a season of Underbelly about it. It was huge. <laughs> that would be that would they had a season about Ben Cousins. Was actually I would really watch good. the fuck out of that. How I would have they watch not the made a syndicated show about that? Well, he's on Dancing with the Stars, That's so true. it's the same thing, it's, really. It's, it's the logical the next thing. step, I think. It's a jungle out there. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Now, Ben, dun, dun, dun. while we're on uh, basketball, I'll, I'll ask you a, a, a very simple question. Yes. Is Kevin Durant a bitch? Oh, what is a bitch these days? Uh, you know, it's uh, he's he's a seven foot one, one of the best shooters in basketball history. We've got um, some uh, astonishing vision here of Kevin Durant. Oh, I don't um, think I've, I don't think I've seen this. Walking onto, running onto the court to practice. Okay, uh, yep. before right. a game, and two Dallas Mavericks fans have got uh, courtside seats. Okay, and as he's running past them, uh, the lady. It's a it's a man and a lady. Yep. The lady yells out, "Bitch!" Oh, um, I'll, I'll let you see this vision. Okay, um, I'm not yep, sure if yep. the audio is going to come through. Oh, it's no not. audio. Yeah, oh, here we, we go. go. Yeah, yeah, this. Hang on, bring hang the fader up. Bring, bring the fader up. up. Use, use it. Here we go. So that was yeah, she says bitch. So Kevin Durant immediately turns around and murks these two. Oh. And they're both like, oh, so good. Oh, come on, give us oh, a five. Oh, she's backing down. Yeah. Look at look at these degenerates. Yeah, they, so Kevin Durant's in their face. These are classless people. Very classless. These are classless now people. Now listen to this, Ben. Listen to what this man says. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's quite hard to hear, but... Did you, oh, did, I host a podcast did you catch about sports. That? He's plugging his podcast. Now, and Dude, you'll, you'll that's notice, pathetic from there. You'll notice oh. that that is the exact moment that Kevin Durant goes... Okay, I'm out of here. I'm fucking out of here. So Fuck this the, guy. Listen to that moment again. I host a podcast about. Oh, nah, he's blanked him there. Catch up. No, KD catch did nothing wrong catch there. Catch up. So KD did absolutely nothing wrong. Is Kevin Durant a bitch? No. Mm. No, those two people. That is. Well, that's, like you said, classless behavior. Classless act because they she fumbled immediately and went, oh my God, please shake my hand. You're Kevin he, Durant. He turned like, around and he's like eight foot nine. Yes, he's huge. He turned around and she's going, oh. Well, like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a sledger when I'm at sports. You are a sledger. I'm a, you I'm a big you sledger. are a big, sledger. I'm a big sledger. I, sledger. I like not to do it. Uh, I, I, I'm a, you know, I'm a rainbows and smiles kind of guy. I wish we could all get along like we like we used Damn to it. in middle school. I'm a, I'm a sledger, but I, I like to think it's. At least somewhat lighthearted. Yeah, you're tongue in cheek. You're yes. very tongue yeah, in very, cheek. Very you know? tongue in cheek. I'm, I'm never going to be like. Um, Doing personal insults or something. Yeah. It's more like, oh, you're a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even catch it. What are you yeah. doing? It's, I, I, whereas I would, I'm so conflict averse that I can't yes. even imagine doing it. Yeah. So I'm often apologising for you <laughs> to the people around well, I, us. I've, as been, you're I've, been, I've been at football games with you and we're on like the third tier. And you're still sledging. And I'm, sle- yeah. I'm sledging them. They, there's not a, and there's, you know, 60,000 people there. They can't hear you. you ca- they, not a chance. Not a chance yeah. in hell. And you're still, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm like, who are you apologising to? They yeah. can't hear me. Yeah. It's all right. No, 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 no. I'm apologising to the people around <laughs> us, to the people that we have to sit next to because I've got to be a diplomat. I have to be a diplomat. But this woman in that moment is the absolute bitchiest thing you can do. She's yeah. a bitch in this moment. Yes. Very cowardly <laughs> by not sticking to her guns and committing to the sledge because if you call Kevin Durant a bitch and then he turns around and you're having an interaction and you can't back it up, you can't back down from that point. Yeah. You have to you have to stick to your guns and say, say well, yeah, you, you are a bitch. What of it? You're a bitch. Now 
this is the biggest moment of your life. Yes. You're in a confrontation with Kevin yeah. Durant that's on camera. You gotta ride the lightning. You gotta ride the lightning. <laughs> you gotta fucking be like, what? What? Even if you're you five heard, foot, you heard what I said. Even if you're five foot three and overweight like this woman, just stand your ground. If Kevin Durant punches you, that's a payout. That's a huge payout you can get. I love, I love it so much that this interaction goes for about 30, 45 seconds. Incredibly cringe. And then it's the whole thing's cringe. And then the moment that old mate says, I gotta, I gotta. I host a sports podcast. Incredibly. <laughs> Kevin Durant's just like, oh, just what am I doing? The, talking to I these hate people? to use the term beta and alpha males, but that is beta, <laughs> beta male behavior you know, from that man. I, I, maybe I find it funnier because we do indeed have a sports podcast. Yeah, but ours it's, is better than his for sure. And we would never act like that. No, and it's, it just no, 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 makes, makes, it, makes it even funnier. But uh, we'll move away from basketball. Yes. Uh, into the world of golf. Oh, yes. Now, Charlie Woods, um, the son, the much storied son of um, perhaps the best golfer of all time, Tiger Woods. Indubitably the best golfer of all time, Um, Tiger Woods. uh, He's only 15, but he's been in a PGA qualifying event for the first time. Yeah, didn't he shoot like an 89 or something? he he went quite a bit over, um, but, I mean, it's a PGA course. Yeah. And he's so, young. And he's, he's very, very, young. So the, very the young. the courses you and I play on are nowhere near PGA rated. So no. if, if, the, if listeners aren't aware, um, the, the courses that, that pros play on are not the courses that, you know, you can roll down to on a Saturday and Sunday. They are much more technically difficult uh, to a, a much, much, much higher degree. And so Charlie's gone quite a bit over. But that was mostly due to um, one disastrous hole where he got 12 on a par four. Oh, so God. That's, that's, that's you and He's I. He's literally me. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's you and I on a Saturday morning. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Six putting it on the yeah. green. <laughs> <laughs> so if, oh, if you, no, Charlie. If you take that away, he's actually not done too bad. Yeah, 12. 12 oh on God. a par four. I don't think I've ever hit a 12 on it's a par bad. four. Yes, yeah, bad. I mean, I've, it's I've, bad. I've probably gone. Oh, I've done can, some 10s. I've done some 10s. Yeah. I've, I've done some 10s. Well, tens. I mean, the, the thing is, the level that, that we play at, if you get to 10, if you're doing 11 or 12, I'm running 10. Down. I'm running 10. Down I'm running 10 for your score. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I'm glad um, we. But there, it's it's been an absolute circus for poor Charlie. Uh, I mean, um, he's only 15, so yep. and he's that's still an incredible score on a so, PGA course for a so fucking 15 yeah, year old. Clearly, yes. in the next you know two three years, he's going to be incredible. But it was difficult for him because um, he had a circus of people following him around. Of course, the the course officials were struggling to deal with the just mass hysteria. And this is the the level of tiger's stardom it's so yeah. it, it it we can't comprehend because i i have only got oh, in, in the early 2000s he was the big he was the, the biggest, biggest thing in the world he's the biggest man on earth and like it was i i wasn't obviously watching golf back then i was too young and i didn't understand and now i look at footage of um any hole that Tiger was playing or any any event it's that incredible. Tiger was playing at, the sea of people following yeah. him just to get a fucking look at him playing yeah. golf. Like, it was mythic. It's thousands of people, like, 
devoted to him, devoted to Tiger. And then when the sex scandal happened, that was my sort of first introduction to yeah. like, oh, wow, this Tiger Woods guy's really famous. I like, kind of liked him more. Yeah, that. you know, it was... Uh, we've, and we've talked we've about We've talked it on about the how, how, how loving he was to his sexual yeah. and conquest. The and the type of women that he was going for. Just working class fillies, yeah, you know. Single mums that he single met Single mums and hooters. You fantastic. Know, it, it would be, you know, a red rooster checkout chick. You know, yeah. that's that's like, who I'm marrying. Yeah. Got the glint in her eye. That's yeah, it. You're absolutely. with the Tiger now. And, you know, she's going to talk about that the rest of her life that she yeah, had a yeah, she had a, a hot steamy affair with with the big tiger. Uh, I've, should we go to the mailbag? Yeah, yeah a little mailbag. Yes, that's, uh, that's all I've got on the agenda. That's we can, absolutely we can fine. Hit the mailbag. So uh, we chucked all the old uh, Instagram story up. Thank you to the people <laughs> for uh, um, uh, the people who ask questions. Question number one, mm. Wheelsy, uh, how was the elimination chamber? I have talked about yeah, that we, in we the op- start we of the podcast. It was with fucking that. awesome. It was yeah. very very good. I must say one more thing. I didn't talk about about the elimination chamber, the pyro. Mixed with the fireworks. Dude, oh, my God. Dude, it was insane. I, was, um, I started um, here. I watched the, um, the the women's elimination chamber here and then I jetted around the corner to Chloe's. Yep. Um, and I was making her dinner and while I was making dinner, it just went, she's over just down in Maylands and yep. if, you're, if you're not from Perth, it's let's say a kilometre or less from the yes. stadium. It was across the river. You just hear... <laughs> Chloe, Chloe's like, what the fuck? The dog's going off. I'm like, someone's just entered the ring. Wrestling. <laughs> it's wrestling, baby. I think, oh, the, yes. I, I think someone's either won or entered the ring. So the biggest the biggest <laughs> pyro, um, the, the, the first time I saw the fireworks, it was during Cody's entrance. That was the first time they used yep. it in the show. And I didn't know. Like, yeah, because it was daytime earlier, so they wouldn't really do it. So Cody comes out for his segment. Not even in a match. Just This is how yeah, big Cody is. He did is. their Grayson Waller effect. Yeah. Uh, and he, Cody's so over as a baby face right now. Like yeah. everyone loves him. I love him. I like even him, yeah. the smarky fans are like, no, this guy I'm rules quite and we want him to, to win. to his whole bit and I, I'm into but it. But we're up in the, in the nosebleed tier and obviously he's got the in-arena pyro that was huge. Like bang, 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 bang. All of the pyro hits and then like five seconds into the pyro behind our seats I hear a and there's fireworks out on the river I'm like ah, this is the fucking best thing ever Dude. huge amazing moment the, the, amazing the amazing fun, moment the funniest part about the fireworks is um, I, I'm quite active on the r slash Perth subreddit oh it's it's, it's a touch and go the Perth there was, there was a few posts like the fuck's all this firework? Like, what the fuck's going on? And then just hundreds of comments. So, are you, are you living under a rock? Yeah. How do you not know this? Like, how do you not know? The, how do you not know? It's been the most publicised event in like years. Yeah, people, someone with internet access doesn't know that WWE is in Perth. <laughs> Very strange. Uh, next one, Van the Man. O two. Uh, we love long Van. Long time listener. We love Van. Uh, will Verstappen win every race by minimum one minute this year, Corey? Now, testing I, has happened, hasn't yes, it? Yes. I didn't want to. T- I didn't want to go into the testing too much because uh, there has been a lot of um, stuff on the schedule Formula today. 1, of course. Formula uh, yeah, 1. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, For, yeah, yeah, Formula yeah. 1 testing has happened in Bahrain. Yes. Um, three days of testing. Is Bahrain in um, the UAE? Fuck or, knows. I don't know. Where? What country is I, Bahrain I, in? I, yeah, I think it is UAE. Is Bahrain UAE. its own country or a city? Fuck, it could be. Is I don't it, know. Is it a Gulf state? Oh, those Gulf states are the same, aren't they? Did they finance 9-11? <laughs> They had a probably they had a probably finger they, had a, they, they had, had, a finger. had a finger in the pie. It's like the, here it's or there. The, the meme of all the people like cutting the cake and the Indian guy and the guy with just his hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bahrain. <laughs> That's Bahrain. <laughs> <laughs> 
They were spiritually they did, there. Up, they did up the Excel spreadsheet <laughs> that they that they did for the budgeting. That's it. But yes, testing has been on. Um, some interesting looks at some of the new cars. Um, Alpine, uh, widely touted as the shittest. So what did Alpine used to be? Renault, um, and they still Renault. Are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah, have yeah. a Renault engine. It's the only car on the grid that has a Renault engine, but yeah. the the chassis is built by Alpine. See, when I think Renault, I think shitty hatchbacks. I don't think Formula yeah. One. You know, no, 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 can't no. shake that stigma for well, me. Because I want to pick a team to support. If you that's look, the thing. If you look at the, if you're looking at the world of motorsport, World Rally Championship, oh, they Renault's okay. had was quite huge. Okay, um, yeah. So was so is Peugeot. Yep. Um, they're both French, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Renault French. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're looking to be the shittest team of the year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Red Bull looking extraordinarily dominant. Of course. Looking of course, huge. Yeah. So to answer Van's question, will he win every race? No. It's in, it's impossible. Uh, it, it would be, it would take literally the stars aligning and to to get that amount of engineering to together to win every single race. No. Is, will he do as well as last year? Probably. Yeah, okay. Probably so how three. many races did he lose last year? Just one or two? Three. Three. Okay, yep. So it'll be the same yeah. thing. He wins Drivers' Championship. Yes. Red Bull win Constructors' I, I Championship. Think, I think he, he will win the Championship this year, but he's going to win much less races. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. my boy Carlos Sainz can pick up a race. Yeah, Hopefully. well, this, this yeah. is the thing. In, in testing, obviously this is la, uh, Sainz last year uh, in the Ferrari because Lewis Hamilton... The biggest story of the uh, off season, Lewis Hamilton's going to be driving for for Ferrari next yep. year. Yeah. Um, in testing, signs absolutely eclipsed Leclerc. Yeah. But, uh, okay. It's, it's like, testing. It's like yeah. match sims. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they yeah, could have yeah, said yeah. to no, Leclerc, "Slow down. You slow down. We'll get the data we need from Carlos. Yeah. Fucking giving it to it. So yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you just never know with this stuff. I like it. Very and measured and take. And that is why I, I didn't delve into it. Uh, but thank you, Van, no, for no, asking because I do love F one. Um, because I wonder who that is says, why is Ben's head shaped like a house brick? <laughs> Love the pod. Cheers. Uh, thank you. Because uh, long time listener, first time caller, look, I would imagine. The reason, the reason I said that. What's wrong with my head? The, the reason I said that is because you, t- you texted me earlier. You said, oh, I'm a bit hungover. And I'm like, great. This is the perfect moment to test his wherewithal and I'll send a question in and see if he blindly reads it. And you've started with the username, so unfortunate. Yes, I, I, you can't, you're not going to get through uh, to the goal that easy. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a little bit of a guard up. Um, and it's shaped like a brick because uh, I, I, it's just a big head. It's just a large head. Uh, Liam John 13, dear friend uh, of the pod, uh, should the AFL introduce promotion and relegation? Why slash why not? Look, now this is this is this has been this conversation's been had many a time. It's the reason why not, and it will never, is because the chasm between um, AFL level and anything else is too great to overcome. Yes, and also the infrastructure is not there to support a second tier. Exactly. Yet we do, so, because you look at promotion and relegation for football yep. in England football or Europe football. Every one of these teams, no matter how low you get into the lower grades, they've got some sort of ground that is their own. Yep. That and is the grounds actually, are close together. The grounds are closer together and they're well facilitated yep. and it's, it's, it's designed. So if you look, if you look at a fund, uh, that, that's a, a, absolutely the number one point. Um, why it works so well in England uh, because of the, the, the grounds being close together and, um, you know, stocked. But, I mean, if you just look at the funding and the sports science, 
Like in W in the waffle, you would take Claremont. Yeah. Or or or, Sub, or Subiaco. Yeah. Either I mean either one. But um they they would be the, the, the top candidate. If you were to take their team right now and face them against um the Eagles at the sh- at their lowest point last year. The Eagles are winning by hundred points. I think you're right. I like, think you're absolutely right. Like it's, it's, there's not there's there's not a fucking chance that guys that have second jobs and don't undergo sports science regiments every day of their lives are beating an AFL team. Like yeah. you just can't. They're they're professional athletes. And until oh, and I mean, there's no until. Like there's never going to be a time. When a secondary league is big enough, and the sport of AFL is too athletic, it, there's it's. I mean, something like soccer, you can have a, a skill set where that can be improved upon with sports science and stuff. But AFL, if you're not at the top flight of your bodily condition, then you're just not going to win. Absolutely it's, it's correct. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. That is that is such a good answer to that question. Nicely nicely put. Um, We've got Liam Nielsen, heard the Pendle song on uh, SEN, was oh, sensational. Fantastic. Any other players you have your eyes on? Now. That's a good question. I've got, I'm going to read you out of my notes app now because I have been coming up with concepts uh, all all week for this. And I'll use you as a sounding board for this, Corey. Yep, beautiful. I'll, let, let me know what you think yep. about these potential titles. Um, Money for Nothing by Dire Straits, oh. but it's. Grundy for nothing, and you can talk about. <laughs> oh, fuck me! You got Grundy for nothing because they're paying his contract, and in the oh. trade, like Grundy for nothing and something for free. The taps could be a tick. Could be a tick. That that's a huge tick up to um, me. I've been thinking of doing somewhere only we know by Keane, but replacing it with uh, "You shouldn't have sacked Michael Farito about." <laughs> um, the Michael Ferrito <laughs> getting sacked by the uh, that, uh, that one's more niche. There, oh, there. Uh, but th- I, I think you think that's niche. If you, you think that's if niche. you were, if you were gonna be if you were gonna go into the club, if you were gonna be yeah. in the club, that's that, yeah, that's no, great. Yeah. I, I just I'm, I'm a I'm a really big fan of Michael Ferrito. Uh, Baby Blue by Badfinger. You know the song that okay. is the ending song for um, uh, Breaking Bad. My Baby Blue. But instead of it, it's Stewie Jude. And then it's a sad ballad about him being sacked. That's very um, good. That's very good. You know, Abba, Fernando, Taranto. You know, that, okay, that, I like that. that's, I like a, that's that. a very easy one. Uh, Frank Sinatra, uh, <laughs> That's Life. But you could go, Nat Fife. That, all think, the people say. I think that's my favourite. That's a good one, isn't I it? I think that's my favourite. I, I, I quite like that one. Uh, so that those are just a few. Those are just a few things oh, that I'm you can maybe. Nat Five. Nat Five. That's going to be stuck All the people say. That's going to be a new one. Or Layla by Eric, Crap, Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. <laughs> Eric, Eric Clapton. Uh, but it's Quainer. <laughs> do, 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 do. So those are a few. Those are a few little uh, oh, nuggets. fuck. That's that I've got good. in the notes. App. That's very, very good. <laughs> um, and we got one, one more question here. Thank you for that question, Liam Nielsen. Um, almost Liam Neeson, but not quite. Oh, uh, Benzo one four five. Oh Jesus! Says, oh, Hopefully do- that's uh, Benzo and not like I like Benzo guys. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I just popped a couple of valleys and went right into the mailbag. Uh, best culture around a footy rivalry. 
Which, oh, okay. which is the best culture around a footy rivalry? Great question. Well, that is a great question. Uh, well, I do love the um, Collingwood-Carlton rivalry. Collingwood-Carlton's pretty timeless. It's um, timeless. Uh, do do some of them take it a little bit too seriously? Yes, they, yes. they do. So perhaps that's not the best, best example. Um, I, I like the culture around the GWS Bulldogs rivalry. I love that, yes. Because it stemmed... From something that's recent and and ongoing, like that yeah. that set of finals, um, and it's they've always just been brutal ever since. I do like that, and also they they're quite good sports about it, both the players and the uh, and the fans. Yes, I do enjoy that. I quite like uh, the Q Clash. Uh, oh, I don't I know that. what I don't know what it is about the Q Clash. It's because they keep trying to make it happen. Yeah, but and it's it, not a clash. But. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. There's been a lot of banging Q clashes. There has. Like that, they end up no matter yeah, what has. position the two teams are yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. The Q clash will bring it out. The magic yeah. of the Q clash will come yeah. out. There's something in the humidity up there that just brings out some nice football. Gone tropo. Uh, yeah, gone tropo. It's yeah. a, a very tropical rivalry. <laughs> uh, I actually quite like. Uh, it's, it goes without saying. Anzac Day uh, rivalry. The oh, Anzac Day game is yes. pretty good. Well, oh, that surely that's the I answer, think that isn't it? Might be our answer there. Yeah, Anzac that's the Day. Answer. Anzac Day is pretty special. So many classic games, and like you said about the Q Clash, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what where they are in the ladder, and that's yeah. That, that is the line whenever anyone talks. Doesn't matter where they doesn't are. Doesn't matter where they are. It's a cracker. well, the West. We, we, we'd be remiss not to talk about the Western Derby if because we are oh. in Perth. Well, I mean, the the thing is, it, the the question, if I'm not mistaken, was about the the, the best culture. The best around, culture, yeah. And the culture between <laughs> rivals of the Eagles and the Dockers is. Is awful. Because, it's quite toxic, to because, be honest. And and that's all from the Eagles side. Oh, the, the, throwing do- out some fighting words here. Dockers, Dockers fans are fucking great. Yep. Dockers fans are fucking great. And he's, Eagles he's every time are like, where's your trophy cabinet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's nothing in it. Like, shit, that's, shut up. Like. Shut up! I what I like about the um <laughs> what I like about the Western Derby uh, history and culture. Um, everyone talks about how good it is because one time everyone punched each yeah, other. Everyone like, just uh, fucking the, got the demo, into it. The demolition derby they called it. Every and now and then, uh, late at night, I, I I do stick on the highlights from oh, the demo. It's derby. amazing. It's fucking fantastic. It's some of the best football boxing I've ever seen was from Michael Gardner. Michael, in that, Ga- Michael, Michael Gardner on Pavlich gets Dude, the, gets him up and. He, he is, looked like a boxer. It's, he was. It's round four of the heavyweight title. So he's piecing up Matthew yeah. Pavlich like Short jab, jabs, jab, cross, hooks. and Pav is trying to hit him back, <laughs> and he's like bobbing the head, like yeah. just fucking walking him down. It is duck, fantastic. Move head, jab, cross, like duck, move head, go inside. Mike Tyson hook to the body. He's floating around there. I'm like, are you a ruckman or are it's you a insane. fucking Floyd Mayweather? It's he's amazing. And all made better. By the fact that he was probably high on meth at the Absolutely time. Absolutely correct. Absolutely. Well, you, you can't be that good at boxing unless you're high on meth. That's there, <laughs> there comes a level of crackhead finesse with the hands that you can only get in Perth, in Northbridge, from a guy on on James Look, Street. At being, 3 born, being born and bred in Perth, you you do have you a do bit of you do have innate boxing ability. You do, you kind of do. You're at the bus stop. You're shadow boxing. <laughs> you know, the last interesting thing to happen in a derby was just all the Eagles getting injured in that uh, yeah. that opening round game. Yeah, from that um, was, that uh, was, was a, a year or two ago. To the, to the point their their bench was short changed and yeah. they, the commentators were talk, talking about like I mean what happens if yeah. 
they go down to 17. It's yeah. never, it's never <laughs> happened. It's never this happened is insane. I, me and Nadia were watching that game and it was like it didn't seem real. It no, didn't, it didn't seem real. There was like six injuries. And, and it, go, the next guy would go down. He's like, what? And I was looking Another at it, and I was one. looking at it on the AFL app live, and I'm like looking at all the out, 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 out on the team lineups. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I do, well, the, like the, the, do the interesting. Stop, do we stop the match? The like, interesting like, thing about that was like in the weeks following, um, I read for, like submissions by sports science, like different types of sports scientists and statisticians that were like, well, yeah, like it made complete sense because it's exponential. Once you've got, once you get to a critical point of not being able to rotate legs, then yeah. everyone's spending longer out. Their, their, their chances of being injured just goes higher. Yeah, absolutely. If, you're if, cramping up. Yeah. You're going to do your calf. The, the more you're, guys yep. you take away, the yeah. faster the remaining ones are going to go. Well, that's, like, you know what? That's, that's fucking real smart science, man. Well, that's why um, like the introduction of heavy rotations into the AFL was such a tactical revolution. Yeah. You know the first guy to do it? Uh, Mick Malthouse. No, Chris Connolly for Frio. Oh, really? They were all of yeah, no, no. He's not credited enough for I doing this. I thought Malthouse was the guy. Who was no, like, Chris, get on there for three minutes and then get the Malthouse took it to a new level. Yeah, but the people who did it first, the coach who did it first, was Chris Connolly. He had an assistant guy that was influenced by ice hockey. Yes. And that was, and that, and it was like, why are we not rotating yeah. more? If we and get that's, fresh that's legs exactly on, what we the Mohawk thing uh, yeah, is about. Yeah, he just about. did like 150 in they, a game. Yeah. They, they saw ice hockey as well. Yeah, and it's, and yeah, it was a big, it was a big cultural movement for the game. And Lee Matthews says, there's a quote from Lee Matthews mm. that said, it was the biggest tactical turning point in yes. the game's history. Well, the, it, the, lo, the heavy rotations. It can, it, I mean, it's it spawned uh, spurned on the the modern era. Like it's it's it is the Absolutely. reason why uh, we have the game that we have. I mean yeah. that and um, that and the the two thousand six Eagles. I think are the are the two the two things. Yes, the two the two things that have formed the modern game is are those. Yes. So high rotations and cocaine. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's a good way to leave it, ladies and gentlemen, for this week. Uh, thank you for listening to the episode. Barely um, touched him on all platforms. Give us a follow. No matter where you're listening, whether it be Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you can give us a, uh, a five stars and oh, a yeah, review, do that. That, do um, that. That, is, that, that helps a lot. We don't have a Patreon or, or any ads. If you, if you just give us five stars and a little review, that, is, that would be fantastic. Love you forever.